Darren's like, let's just start as soon as possible. And then he just like keeps adding on to the sentence that he's finishing. I just like making it, making it impossible for us to get going. Let's just roll it. Let's just, let's just get it going. I, uh, my skin is melting off. It's 103 degrees today where we're at. Um, my house has no AC. I've been just praying next to a fan all day. It's ha- I haven't died yet, as far as I understand. Um, but I mean, it's coming. I have to. I had to turn the fan off today for sound quality because it sounds bad when I record with the fan on. Okay. Uh, do you, this. Do you have more to say about this? Because like, this think... shirt's gonna be drenched. Okay, I think everyone gets it. I think also, it's like, Jake, you haven't sent me the bracket yet. Yeah, you okay, first of all, look, timeout. Timeout. Pause. Welcome to Snickles. I'm Jake, the cool Snickle. Welcome to Snickles, the podcast where we make brackets out of everything. I'm Darren, the hot Snickle. Listen, here's there's two things going on here. First of all, you didn't send me the bracket last time until we started recording, so you can't talk any shit. You can listen to the episode and see that that's accurate. The second thing is that this is an audio, this is an audio bracket. It's all, it's all hearing based. So reading it would ruin the effect. Jake, every, every episode is read. But not every bracket. We read every episode. Not every bracket. you, You write the script for every episode. I'm reading what I'm saying right now. I know. I know. We, if you listen to the show, you know that. Why are you trying to I trick don't. people? I would never listen to the show. Why are you trying to trick people? There's two people who listen to this podcast. That can't And be those true. two people are very disappointed in you for lying to them. It cannot possibly be two. It's two. What? You and okay. me. <laughs> me. I don't listen to this. Me and then my mom. <laughs> Darren's mom accidentally put the show on like two months ago and then she fell down and broke her hip and hasn't been able to get up and it's just been playing on loop ever since then. Yeah, I haven't. And Darren goes over this every, happened this happened months ago. Darren goes over every day to feed her. She's been in the same spot. <laughs> she begs to be let up, but he won't allow her. She's it to strong. Happen. She's very strong. Not strong enough to get up from that fall, but strong. He puts milk in her bowl. He puts milk in a dog bowl, and he's like, keep drinking it, and soon you'll be able to get back up. She likes it. She likes milk. She's Uh, like a little cat. Yeah. My mom's like a cat. Oh, there she is. Mom, I didn't know you you came over today. (laughs) She crawled down to the basement to be with you? Yeah. That's That's that noise you're hearing. Oh, my God. It looks like she's holding a gun, but I don't know if she has the strength to use it. No, I took all the... Oh, all the bullets are blanks. Oh, so that's good. I took the liberties of, of arming her. I hope um, you don't get Brandon lead. 
Oh, yeah. Famously, uh, the guy who... <clears throat> they really... It's, that's, that was a Dick Cheney moment before Dick Cheney <laughs> happened. Well, sort of. A guy accidentally... It's like a, a guy accidentally shot another guy well, when he was a, trying to a shoot reverse, a bird. It's a reverse no, Dick Cheney. No, it's the same. He, was try, he shot another human when he was trying to shoot a bird. He was intentionally trying to shoot a fake gun at him. No, okay, it's... Yeah, but at, he was trying to shoot the crow, and he shot Brandon Lee. But Dick Cheney was trying to shoot another person. And he, and he, but he didn't, but he did shoot another person. Yeah, he so successfully he, shot Dick another Cheney person. Dick Cheney intentionally shot another person. That actor accidentally fired a real bullet at a real person. So it's a reverse Dick Cheney. I don't know, I don't see the reversal, but... Because Cheney I'll, did it I on purpose, you. trying to kill a human. Let's ask Cheney, dude. Get him on the phone. I'll I'll call him up. I'll see if he answers. I think your mom has his number. She could try to ring him. Yeah, she six nine him about um nine eleven. She six nine him about nine eleven. Yeah. And guess okay. what the government did? Nothing. Okay. Nothing. Uh, this is what we're living in, people. This is the world we're living in, people. Nothing. I thought your uh, I thought your mom only six nine uh, rappers. No, she six nines politicians. Okay, they're the same thing ultimately. If you really think about it. Yeah. Well, who has the real power? The people who rap about how bad their lives are, or the people who get paid millions of dollars by taxpayers? Both. If you really think about equally. it, equally. Both equally. Yeah. Do you think there was um, ever, like, a group that was, like, Republicans with attitude? I guarantee there was. <laughs> I think it was, I think, I feel like I've seen that uh, on, like, a shirt or something, and it was, like, the GOP cabinet. <laughs> and people don't like to talk about it, but, like, Hillary was part of it in the 90s. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, Some my people... God, I'm already sweating my balls off right now. I am already, we are, oh my God. how many minutes in? We are six minutes in and I am already, I have a fucking, I have a band of sweat around, like my shirt's stuck to my stomach now. This is like a, I had a, my, uh, wait, how's that song go? On top of spaghetti all covered in cheese. Uh, I lost my poor meatball. I lost my poor meatball when somebody sneezed, but no one's sneezing. It's just the heat is causing Darren to lose his meatballs. Yeah. I sw- yeah, they're they're coming off e- at an equal amount of time. So, one's just bigger than the other. Which one? My hang on a sec. Darren's reaching down onto the carpet to feel. Yeah, which that's one where my balls larger. are. Uh, my right is definitely bigger. Okay. My right is like way bigger. I'm a I'm a lower lefty. That's not true. You're it not. Is. Are you left-handed? Are you dominantly left-handed? Uh, Pre-de- no. Predominant. Are you even predominantly left-handed? No. Then how does that make any sense? Well, that's. I mean, that's your not... dominant side is your dominant ball. That's everybody knows that. That's not you're factual. Born, that's factual. That's facts. Everybody knows that the 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 ball that you're born bigger with is your dominant side. 
So I'm right-handed. My right ball is bigger. Well, Darren, here's here's where things might get might cross the line. Uh, I do I do do some things left-handed. You do do some things. I do some things left-handed. Specifically, one thing, left-handed. Cutting onions. Yeah, chopping them. Nice. <laughs> Uh, Jake, just, how was your? Uh, you know what? Can I, don't ask. Don't ask how my week was. Just how was your week? No, can I just can I can I give a little uh, peek behind the curtain here, real quick? Yeah, yeah, good guy. Uh, my girlfriend uh, is mad at me, me today. This. Why? Because I'm over at my parents' house recording because like uh, we weren't able to record earlier in the week because I was busy, and now my girlfriend's son is at the apartment. And uh, I feel uncomfortable. Your girlfriend has a... I didn't know your girlfriend had a son. Yes. And it's and you're the father? No. <laughs> okay, but it's your kid. You're just not there as a father. No. So, so you're just... You can't just have a kid with someone and then say, Oh, I'm not the father. Sorry. <laughs> that is, that's not how the way it works, your Jake. Your dad did it. <laughs> 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 and apparently you followed in his footsteps. You you'd make a better son than I would, Tim. Um no, so her son is over there and I I told her I wanted to come over to my parents' house to record and she got mad at me. But like this is a per- this conversation is a perfect example of why I don't enjoy recording the podcast when he is home. I feel very uncomfortable and <laughs> You could have just left out when he is home. You could have just left out that sentiment. <laughs> That's true. That's true. <laughs> Uh, so she was mad at me, and so I had to, like, kind of talk to her about it all, and that's why I was late to start, so I'm sorry, Darren. I understand. Um, I kind of understand, but be a better dad, Jake. I'm, um, it's, not my, it's not my child. <laughs> let's, let's, can you send me that bracket, and can we get started here? I'm no, fucking melting, dude. I'm not sending you the bracket. I already told you. I sent you the bracket last time. It's an time. audio. You'll understand. All right, fine. All right. Darren, there's one thing I want to talk about, though, real quick. I was driving on E470 today, a toll road of all places. Uh, a Tolkien road. I actually shouldn't say this, I shouldn't say this too loud, because for this, this episode, I am at my parents' house. And my, uh, my car has a E470 sticker, and it just it goes straight to my mom. All those tolls <laughs> just go straight to my mommy. I it, bet it she... Used to be her car. I bet she, every time, like, when she gets the picture, she's probably like, fuck, what was I doing driving Jake's car again on the fucking toll road? Well, it used to be her car, so that's why her sticker is in it. Yeah, and I'm sure when she gets those pictures in the bill, she's like, well, fuck. Yeah. What am I doing driving Jake's car? I gotta stop doing I gotta this. stop doing that. <laughs> but uh, she hasn't. She still steals my car and drives it on the 470. <laughs> anyway. Yeah. I was driving on there, and, like, I see... You know you know when you, like, see a car from a little ways off that's, like, driving poorly? And you're like, what's the deal here? Sure. Sometimes sometimes they're on the phone. Sometimes they're... I've Drizzled seen, up. I've seen people, like, applying makeup. I pull up next to this guy. He was reading a newspaper. <laughs> At first, I thought it was a map. But upon closer inspection, he just had the new... He was... <laughs> One hand on the steering wheel, his other hand was holding the newspaper open. I feel like I've seen that before, but that's actually smart because uh, when he gets pulled over, he's technically not on his phone reading exactly what he probably could be reading 
on that newspaper on his phone. That's a good but, call. Because if a cop if a cop pulls you over and they're like, you're driving extremely erratically, <laughs> you're clearly distracted. <laughs> you ran o- you 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 hit a school bus back there, and you're like, nope, I was reading the newspaper. They have to let like, you go. They're like, damn, damn it. it, not again. You're not on your phone. <laughs> you sure there wasn't a phone on you? Nope, it was all newspaper, baby. They're like and, ah. I've actually and then, heard, and then police. The police will melt. They'll disintegrate after that. I've heard of cases where a cop will plant a phone on a driver. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but um, oh, uh, where did this come from? What uh, what do we have here? Where'd this Princess Peach uh, cover come from, huh? You big burly man. That's too embarrassing. Whoa, that's, that's not mine. Um. Well, I'm sorry you had to deal with that. Uh, I'm sweating so much right now, and I really want to just get to this bracket. My mom just texted me that she's got some ribs in the slow cooker. So All right, might, that's uh, that's me right now. I, my ribs are in a slow cooker right now. I might uh, I might chomp those up in uh, when we're done after as soon as we're done recording. Um, I'm not in much of a rush today. I'm just excited because we haven't recorded in a while. It's been like a week and a half, so it's good to just like check in with my buddy Darren. Um, I've got this. I've got this vent right here that's just pumping cool air onto me. I don't, and I am leaking fluids out of my skin right now. Darren, okay. Do you wanna you wanna start you wanna start the yes you yes get the show on the road yes okay yes. Darren, this week, so. Let me let me start with a question. Darren, do you enjoy humor? Uh yeah. Okay. No, actually wait, sorry, humor? Yeah. Oh no. Okay. That's good. Cuz uh we've got a I'm comedy, a we've got a comedy bracket this week. Oh boy. Um I've often I've heard over the years many much discussion over what's the best joke. And uh, my favorite type of jokes are typically just, like, quick little one-liners. So I thought we could just do a, a little bracket to see what the greatest one-liner is. Uh, let me ask you another question, Darren. Would you say you get any respect? Uh, yeah, a lot of people respect me. Oh, okay, because me, I get no respect at all, I tell you. Okay, underst- understandable. Yeah. Like Have my nice wife, day. right? Yeah. My wife, the only time that we have intercourse is when we're cheating on each other. Well, you should probably have a more faithful relationship. Oh, boy, I tell you. No respect. You should have a... I have just beads of sweat just, like, pouring, like, from under my tits. There's, like, multiple beads of sweat just, like, going into, like, a crevice on my tum. I'm doing... I'm doing my best Rodney Dangerfield impression, but Darren has a much better visual impression of just like a fucking <laughs> super coked up Rodney Dangerfield, just like twitching around, sweating, sweating bullets. So Darren, yeah, this I'm... week, this week we are we're gonna talk about some of the best one-liners, the best one-liner jokes uh, of all time. Okay. Uh, I I believe I don't know where you fall on this on this uh, spectrum, but I believe. The words of a joke should be funny. It shouldn't be the delivery that's funny. Then you get to a... I think when it's just delivery, you get a Carlos Mencia sort of situation. 
I think you actually need the words themselves to be humorous. How many Carlos Mencia jokes are on here? Uh, well, none of them are by him, but he's told them all as his own. Okay. Uh, and I do, I, a requirement for this list was that I have, uh, like, the, who the quote is attributed to. Because there was a lot of, like, one-liners online that, like, didn't have any source. And I didn't want to Dane Cook anybody. Okay, how many of these are by Dane Cook? Uh, none of them are attributed to him, but he's performed them all as his own. Okay. Uh, yeah, so I'm just, I'm going to read the jokes and then I'm going to tell you who told them, uh, because I don't want to Robin Williams anybody. How many are by Robin Williams on here? Uh, eight of them. Oh, okay. Wow, that's a lot. That's (laughs) half. Oh my God. Yeah, well, no, we're doing 64 this time, Darren. Oh my God. (laughs) I couldn't fit the whole bracket into a text. (laughs) Wow. Do you want to, do you want to begin? How, what's the tiebreaker? Uh, we're going to look up, because, oh, here's the thing. On Snickles, we believe that, uh... There's comedy, never a straightforward answer with Jake with the tiebreaker. It's always, we believe, uh, here's the thing, um, uh, and he starts sweating, and as I start darting around, he's like, um, uh, um, On, I, uh, on Snickles, we do believe that, uh, comedy is a meritocracy, so the best comedians make the most money. So we're just going to look up the comedian's net worth, baby, and just however much money they've made off their comedy, that's how good they are. <laughs> All right, that seems like we won't be able to find certain comedians' net worth, but uh, that's all right, certainly possible. But hey, I actually had a legitimate tiebreaker set up this time, Darren. A legitimate yes. tiebreaker. Yeah, there you go. Almost it's about as legitimate as I am. Uh, all right, are you ready? Yeah. The first joke. Do you want me to read the joke first or the comedian first? Joke. Okay. Because I know who the the comedian's Carlos Mencia. That's. I know. I know who it true. is. Well, half the time it's Robin Williams. Okay. Most of my life is spent avoiding conflict. I hardly ever visit Syria. That's a joke by Alex Horn, English comedian. Okay. Uh, the joke there is that because there's a lot of conflict going on in Syria, so he doesn't go there. Understood. Uh, here's the second joke. I like a woman with a head on her shoulders. I hate necks. That's a joke by Steve Martin. Uh, the, the joke there is often when someone says they, they like a woman with a head on her shoulders, they mean like a smart woman. But Steve has uh, subverted he that. Mean, meaning. Yeah, he, he, he literally likes the, the head. head to be connected directly to the shoulders. Jake, I'm a little worried about this bracket because I know you like to talk about these things. And there, I feel like since jokes are just about like what is funnier, uh, there's not a lot to talk about here in terms of like, ha- like how are we going to hash this out? It's, well, it's you- literally just subjective about what I'm going to say. Did you get both of the jokes? Like what I'm going to laugh at. Yeah, I understood both. Okay. Equally? Yes, as soon as explain, you said them, I understood both of them, yes. Do you want me to explain either of them in more depth? You you did a great job of explaining them when you told them. Um, but if there's any... I feel like if you if you did that at an open mic, a lot of people would start clapping. They'd be very appreciative uh, that you told those jokes. Uh, say they were your jokes. If you need me to go into any more details, I can't explain them because I'm a bit of a, I'm a, bit of a joke head. Yeah. 
So you I, are a joke. You're you're a jokehead. You're a lot of oakheads. You're a lot of di- you're an oakhead. You like your oak. You like your wood oak. Um, I'm gonna change my name to Jokehead because that's what I am. Yeah. I'm a bit of a comedy nerd. What which of these jokes is better, Darren? The Steve Martin one. That's funnier to me. It's I more absurdist. I like the Alex, Syria one is I, fine. I like Alex Horn as a comedian. I don't think this is his best his best bit. Uh, you have to picture it with a British accent too, maybe. Sure, but, but I it's think, also not. It, it it won't age. Say Syria finds peace. It won't. Uh, I like this. The Steve Martin one is just like a classic play on a phrase that everyone's heard before. It's just sure. It's everything you want in a. It's the 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 punchline almost explains itself. Almost. It doesn't need just that. It needs a little bit of help getting across the finish line. It'll but stand it's the test entirely of, there. It, it'll stand the test of time a lot better than the other one because the other one, people and you know say nothing happens with Syria. For a long time, people are going to forget that Syria was ever like a no-no zone. Yeah. You I know? mean, you could update you could update it. Most of my life is spent avoiding conflict. I hardly ever visit Palestine. Uh, yeah. You know, like it's I guess. You yeah. can, it's always topical. Whereas women having heads on their shoulders, necks are always going to be a thing, I think. Yeah, I think it'll take a definitely not in our lifetime. We won't lose necks in our lifetime. Yeah. So uh, the Steve Martin joke moves moves forward. Are you ready for the second matchup, Darren? Uh, hang on. Yeah, yeah, I think I'm ready now. Okay. I I noticed that Darren has two windows behind him. He could crack open to maybe get some and let in flow. more hot air. He says it's and sound pollution. Well, you get enough sound. pollution You know, pollution I live in the city, is. right, Jake? There's it, trucks driving by. There's always like people yelling and turning off your router while you're recording, anyway. Yeah, that's <laughs> my point exactly. There's um, a truck right now that I can hear, but I don't think my mic is picking it up. Here's the joke, Darren. My dad said, "Always leave them wanting more." Ironically, that's how he lost his job in disaster relief. That's a joke by Mark Watson. The joke there is that uh, people who are who are recovering from a disaster are, are are in need are in a great need for like goods that can help them just like carry on with their daily lives, and if you Understood. leave them wanting more, you're not relieving them of the disaster. Understood. Okay, and to always leave them wanting more is like a is a classic saying. It's a phrase. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The next uh, the next matchup is I saw a documentary on how ships are kept together riveting that's a Stuart francis joke uh the joke there is that uh if you enjoy something you'll often say that it's riveting and also rivets are the how ships are held together it's a pun <clears throat> so it has two meanings it's a double meaning it's a double who did the se- who who wrote the second one Stuart francis i've heard that name before I don't know if I've ever gotten into his comedy. Uh, is he an older comedian? Newer comedian? I think he's older. That's a Walter Booth-ass joke right there. That second one. Yeah. Are you sure Walter Booth didn't write that? Yeah, because I did find it funny. 
Okay. <laughs> we should not talk about Walt's comedy without him present. That's not. I'm just okay. joking. I think Walt. I think Walt is a talented young comedian. He's very. Fu- Walt is very funny. He's one of the funniest people I know. I don't like Walt as a person. I hate his guts, <laughs> but I, I'm I'm man enough to admit that he's funny. <laughs> For all of his faults, his many faults. His lack he of would, comedy is It's funny because you know he would not say the same about us. <laughs> like, if he was on a podcast with his friend, like, if he was a guest on a podcast and they brought up, like, you and me doing Snickles or something, he would not say... He would say they are not funny <laughs> at all, like, on the fucking podcast. Well, he would, he would say that he likes us, so it's a, it's a reverse Yeah, situation. I guess, yeah, it is the reverse. <laughs> he would say, I like them, but they're not very funny. <laughs> Uh, which uh, which of these jokes is tickling your funny bone here, Darren? Um, the first one is funnier. Do you want to hear him again? No. Okay. Yeah, I I like the first one because it's it's again it's that play on a classic phrase. the The Stuart Francis one is good. It's a uh, it's just it's a it's a little bit expected compared to the other one, I think. It's a little bit like uh it's a little bit first thought. I've got some notes for Stuart Francis if he wants to hear them. Yeah, Stuart, come on the show. We'll just we'll spend an hour critiquing your comedy. Um Somehow when I copied these, the next one is also Stuart Francis. And I didn't I didn't mean to do that. But uh let's see if let's Why'd see if you this type one works any better. Uh here it goes. My therapist says I have a preoccupation with vengeance. We'll see about that. Stuart Francis. Uh, the joke okay. here is that uh, the therapist is saying that this guy is just like so obsessed with vengeance that it's like a, a problem. And the guy is saying he's going to get vengeance upon the therapist for saying that about him. Yeah. I, yeah. So he does have a problem with vengeance. Are you going to do this with every joke? I just thought you would want to understand the jokes before you voted on them, Darren. I... I do. I do after you say them. Yeah, after I explain them. No, just after you tell the joke, I understand. Are you ready for the next one? The I understand the trans the the, the point A to point B. Or it, it, as in improv, they would say point A to point C that it takes to. Uh, Whoa, Darren! I don't think we need to get into that much specifics. That I don't think we need to go that far behind the curtain. That much inside baseball. People may not get it. A to C, they're saying. I've heard of A to Z, but A to C? That's ridiculous. You're skipping B. I don't know if you understand that. No. You skip B. You're skipping B. I thought it was a reference to the band ACDC. A to C to D to C. Yeah. That actually is. I think that was an exercise we did. A to C to D to C. We did that somewhere. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, anyway, moral of the story is don't do improv. Yeah. Uh, otherwise, you, all your friends will think you're not funny and they'll be right. Yeah. They'll actually have an argument to make about that. Uh, next up, we have... The easiest time to add insult to injury is when you're signing somebody's cast. That's a Dimitri Martin joke. You don't want me to explain it, Darren. 
No, but Dimitri Martin is. Uh, why'd you pick that for his? That's like Dimitri Martin has so many good one-liners. Why'd you pick that one? Because that was what was on the list that was online. Oh, you picked him from a list online. Interesting. I picked him from a couple. It's it was a complicated system, Darren. There was a lot going on. The the, the the thing is, I love Dimitri Martin's one-liners. He is one of the best one-liner writers of the modern day. Uh, that one is strange that they added that to that list. I didn't think it was one of his standouts, but I, like I said, there was a lot going on, Darren. Um, because I, I honestly... I don't even know. I think I like the first one better than the Dimitri Martin, which is a bit of an upset, I think. I, I bet that, I mean, was Dimitri, I mean, you probably randomized the seeds, but yeah. we both know that truly the Dimitri Martin one deserved to be seeded higher. Well, I think that a, uh, I think a better Dimitri Martin joke might deserve to be higher. But I enjoyed the first joke more than the Dimitri Martin joke. Yeah, I think the uh the Stuart Francis joke it's a little bit wordy. It's a little it's a little wordy, but it is the better joke. Yeah. The implication is funnier with that one. Uh this is also I, I want to point out that uh, part of this list is uh to point out how bad uh, some of these online lists can be when uh, collecting these jokes, Darren. Yeah, no kidding. I didn't know this was from <laughs> an online list. This is from a couple different lists. I wonder how old the person was who wrote this. Because so far, I think the only like modern-day one-liner we've had has been from Dimitri Martin. They're kind of dating themselves, it would seem. Uh, I mean, the Syria one is modern. I guess. Okay, yeah, I guess so. And I think the Mark Watson one is, too. It's kind of modern. I I, I don't know. What do you it's mean? Like Bush, it's Bush. It seems like it's Bush era. I don't think so. Okay. It could be. I don't know. And just, uh, to, just to be clear, Bush era could have been... That could have been 20 years ago. We did start with a whole bit about Dick Cheney shooting someone, so I don't... That's true. Wanna, <laughs> That's true. I don't want to cast too harsh of a light on Bush era jokes. To be clear, I was born in 2015. Uh, yes. Next up, Darren. We have, if we were truly created by God, then why do we still occasionally bite the insides of our own mouths? Is that Ricky Gervais? That's a Dara O'Brien joke. Kay. No. I don't think Ricky Gervais would ever start a joke with, like, the idea that we've been made by God. I think, like, even that much would be crossing the line for him. <laughs> uh, next up we have... I'm sure wherever my dad is, he's looking down on us. He's not dead, just very condescending. That's a Jack Whitehall joke. Oh, that one, second... got a little, that one got a little smile from Darren. Yeah, because yeah. <laughs> that one's actually funny. Like, that one was the only one who, that, like, elicited any sort of reaction out of me. That's the first, like, little re- response from Darren. Yeah. The, uh, 
Interesting that Dimitri Martin wouldn't have been the first one to make me laugh because I'm such a big Dimitri Martin fan. Not his best joke, though, as we as we well established. Um, I feel like I've heard that name, Jack Whitehall, before. Yeah, here's another thing. I think this is a. I think this list skews English. Uh, but like partially because I think their comedy is more like one-liney typically. Cite your uh, source. Where is this from? It's like a couple different lists. I just Googled like best it's one-liners. different lists? Yes. Oh. Interesting. Yeah. Because I would say Dimitri Martin, of all the American comedians, Dimitri Martin is the most British. Is one of the most British. Yeah. I mean, we'll get, we'll get there. Okay. Uh, next up. Oh, this is one of my least favorite jokes we, we, of all time. To be clear, we decided the second joke one yeah. there, the one about the, one the about dad. The, de- the dead dad. We're going to know the winner, like, in the first round, though. <laughs> it's whatever makes us laugh the hardest. Perhaps. Um, here's the next. This is one of my least favorite jokes of all time. Roses are red. Violets are blue. I'm a schizophrenic, and so am I. That's a Billy Connolly joke. Okay. Uh... Which is just like that's not how schizophrenia works. <laughs> uh, it's, it's schizophrenia isn't like having split personalities. It seems like it's digging deep into the absurdism and it doesn't necessarily understand it. I don't. I don't enjoy that joke. Here's the next joke. Uh, here's a picture of me with REM. That's me in the corner. That's a Milton Jones joke. Say that one again? Here's a picture of me with REM. That's me That's in the corner. That's me in the corner. Oh, okay. <laughs> that Okay, both of these jokes... I'm sure that joke in the 90s would have played better. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to say, like, like, neither... One of these jokes is... I mean, I, I myself... I consider myself to be an amateur stand-up comedian, uh, so... With that, you have to have, you have to, you have to be able to not be offended by shit, but also have an eye for shit that could be offensive at the same time. So, I can see that the first joke would probably piss a lot of people off. I can see how people would call it problematic, and then the second joke is dated. The second joke is like a, a dated topical joke that i think at the time would have been like oh yeah okay (laughs) the first joke is just scientifically inaccurate and probably on twitter they would deem it offensive but also like Um, not funny well that's the the thing yeah i mean to be to get canceled you have to have an offensive joke that's also not funny if your offensive joke is actually funny you can avoid being canceled pretty yeah, easily. Yeah, that's why that's why Louis C.K. was fine for years. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Didn't have anything to do with people coming forward, people not coming forward. No, I'm saying like that's because his jokes are offensive, but people found them funny. But then like, oh, when I it guess wasn't so. just his jokes anymore. Jerking off yeah. in front of someone isn't funny. Yeah, it can be. <laughs> Oh brother! It's not like I haven't done it on this show before, Jake. You yeah, know, but you. I'm talking about in a situation where it's not consensual. Okay. Where they're not asking you to do it. Yeah, I understand. Uh, um, 
I, I like the the REM joke is like, <laughs> it's it's almost so dated that it is funny again. Yeah, and <laughs> like, I heard the song that is re- that he's referencing for the first time like a year ago. No, I you think. did not. Like probably. maybe maybe you consciously heard it, but I'm sure yeah, you heard it. Yeah, yeah, it's minute. true. Yeah, I probably heard it in like a supermarket before or something. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's the second one. The second one wins. All right. Next up, we have life is like a box of chocolates. It doesn't last long if you're fat. That's I th- a- I feel like I've heard that before. Who did that one? That's a Joe Lysett joke. Okay. Uh. Next up, we have. I used to do drugs. I still do, but I used to. But I too. used to. Uh, <laughs> Mitch Hedberg, hell yeah, yeah. Uh, dude. <laughs> that would that Mitch joke. Hedberg, I think is the is the greatest American one line artist. Yeah, yeah, it was, but Dimitri Martin is still alive. So is Dimitri Martin still doing comedy? Yeah, he definitely is. I think he just had a, a special on HBO. Mm. Um, or like last year or something like that. He made something brand new like last year. Uh, I think he's bigger in Canada now. It seems. Um, maybe he's comedian he, or Canadian. I mean. <laughs> maybe he is comedian. <laughs> maybe. Maybe at the end of the day, Dimitri Martin is a comedian. <laughs> he might actually not be American at all. He might he be Canadian. Oh, okay. He does seem Canadian though. He definitely does. Um. It's no question it is the Mitch Hedberg joke because that one-liner is that is one of the best one-liners ever. Yeah. Uh That one okay, that one wasn't even on the list. I went off the list to put that one on it cuz I like Yeah, cuz yeah, okay, so, so that just shows the taste of the lists that you chose. I went through several lists. You, you have good taste in jokes, but bad taste in lists is what that shows. I'm shining a light on how bad the lists are. But I do, I do, I do think that the box of chocolates one is funny. Yeah, it's funny. It is funny. But the Mitch Hedberg joke is hilarious. <laughs> yeah. Mitch, Mitch Hedberg is... Yeah. That okay. I'm gonna full disclosure. Uh, when I write jokes, I like Mitch Hedberg is probably like one of the top comedians, if not the top comedian that I am that I draw inspiration from. Whenever I write my own stand-up jokes, Mitch Hedberg might be the comedian with the worst <laughs> stage presence, but he's like maybe the funniest comedian ever. <laughs> well, I mean, if we want to talk about just Mitch, uh, he was of he was very he had like a phobia of being on stage that's why he wore sunglasses because he couldn't make eye contact with anybody in the audience so he would always look at the ground while he was performing because he was terrified of of being on stage he also mitch hedberg had some of the best like uh like cameo appearances on shows yeah, I believe he was in that '70s show, wasn't he? He was in that '70s show, and he was in uh, Home Movies. Oh, I haven't seen that episode. That's one of my favorite awesome. shows. I think he's been in a couple episodes, maybe. Anyway, this is our Mitch Hedberg fan cast. Yeah, we're just talking all <laughs> things Mitch. You know, couple... Mitch Hedberg gave Hannibal Burris his start, like his big break. Really? Yeah, because I believe it was just for laughs. He 
Mitch Hedberg didn't want to perform, so he, I think he just didn't show up. Like, he just didn't show up to his time. So he told other comedians to go for him and, like, fill in his time for him. And while everybody, and this was when Mitch Hedberg was already, like, gaining a lot of traction and was already getting really big, all these people just watched no-name people, and Hannibal <laughs> Burris was one of them. And people like, liked him. That's, like, a cool story about, like, Mitch Hedberg start getting, helping these people get their starts, but also, like, if you, if you were in the audience... You'd be like, what the fuck? <laughs> I think, and I think the reason he didn't show up, I'm not sure about this, this so this might be slanderous, but I think it. W- I think the reason he didn't show up was drug-related. I think he was having some trouble with drugs. Yeah. I mean, I think he struggled with that. Yeah. Because that's what he died from, right? I think so. I think he overdosed, okay. yeah. I mean, I'll look that up. Okay. Not that it really applies to anything but uh i think i think darren and i have a a favorite comedian so far on this list it's i mean that it's tough to tough to compete with yes all right you ready darren yes have you do you want me to wait until you find this uh you don't have to but if you're gonna be searching it you're not gonna be listening Um, how did Mitch Hedberg die? Okay, oh yeah, it was drug overdose. Okay, we're good. That's what I thought. Okay. Uh, next up. I have a lot of growing up to do. I realized that the, I realized that the other day inside my fort. That's uh, Zach Galifianakis. Oh, okay. Who was I was going to say Mike Birbiglia. Oh, okay. I don't know about, I don't know much about Brobiglia. Brobigs. So Brigby. That joke was that was funny. It uh <laughs> it was it almost elicited a little from me. But see probably I would imagine that seeing Zach Galifianakis perform it himself would be a lot funnier. I did stumble over it, but also this is part of what I'm saying. I I just want the jokes to live on their own. Cuz I think Okay. I think an English person can get away with a lot just with their accent. Yeah, that's a famously known thing, yeah. Yeah, because I have an those, Irish those friend. Those Englishmen get away with fucking everything. I have an Irish friend, and I think she's smart, but I'm honestly not sure if it's just the accent. Yeah, it very well could be. Uh, the next one is, love is like a fart. If you have to force it, it's probably shit. I've heard that one, but That's I can't remember Stephen who it is. That's a Stephen K. Almost joke, which is someone I'm not familiar with. Yeah, I feel like I've heard that in a. I feel like I've heard that in a uh, movie before. It's certainly possible. If you have to force it, it's probably shit. Interesting. Um. The set. Honestly, the second one rings more true it uh still apply it'll it'll probably apply to life forever uh zach galifianakis's joke probably will as well but i think zach galifianakis often gets not that he gets by like that's a well-written joke uh but i think zach galifianakis 
improves most of his jokes with how he tells them. I'm trying to give a non-biased uh, <laughs> opinion here because obviously I know Zach Galifianakis, another one of my like comedy influences. Yes, Darren is a Zach Galifianakis. Yeah. And um, I love I love his comedy. I love his art in general. I like his t like the his TV show. Uh, I like it a lot. I like pretty much everything he's ever been in, besides the Hangover movies, because I haven't seen all of them. But I like the first one, Jennifer Schmucks, greatest movie ever. Greatest movie ever. Um, <clears throat> but that second joke, I think, dis- I think the dis- the Galifianakis one just on the page isn't that great. I think he brings a lot to it as a performer, but on the page, I don't think it's that great of a joke. I think that second joke is just better written. It's just better written. I think if Zach Galifianakis performed the second joke, it would probably do better than <laughs> if he performed the first joke. Uh, yeah. Okay. Moving forward. Um, sorry, this closed. Darren, who's Jake's your favorite talking comedian? talking about his crock pot. You need to keep it open. I don't know. I don't know if I have a favorite comedian. I guess, no, Dave Chappelle, probably. Okay. The Chappelle Show. Yeah, have you heard of him? Yeah. Uh, who's your favorite comedian, Jake? Uh, I think, like, if I had to pick a comedian whose, like, style I would most like to perform in... Or, like, whose style I think I close, most closely match. I think it's Andy Kaufman. I thought you were going to say Joe Rogan. That's so funny because uh, I've been, like, binging Andy Kaufman clips on YouTube. And, yeah, I mean, the dude is so insanely funny. He didn't or he was so insanely funny. Like, he, he says he's a song and dance man. I, I don't... I don't. But I, that... But his life was like a bit almost like him saying he's not a comedian (laughs) is a joke that's a bit him Uh, saying he's a song and dance man that's a bit that's not him being that's him being honest andy kaufman which is not which is just (laughs) joking all the time that's the most honest form of andy kaufman because he doesn't get on stage and be like my wife the other day was like (laughs) like that's not no which um, is so admirable because he was one of the first to do that alternative style of comedy yeah. where he's not telling jokes. He's fucking live. He's just living on stage. Like just taking your audience to get milk and cookies is like just such a, a charming like outcome. You're like, oh, God, I'm going to go see this stand up show. I don't know. The whole I saw his Letterman uh, his Letterman interview where like after he wrestled uh, Jerry Lawler (laughs) and Letterman asked him what what helped you prepare for this match? And he said, well, I've wrestled a lot of women and I did very well. (laughs) 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 I am like so grateful in some ways that like. Andy Kaufman doesn't like didn't doesn't exist now because I think like people would be like wanting to have him on a podcast and you like get videos of him like you're grateful that Andy Kaufman's dead (laughs) I just think like 
I I wouldn't want him in the tech technology age, like, because I wouldn't want. I don't want to know him as anyone else, you know. Like, I don't want to see behind, like. I don't know if he would. I dude, I like watching all of his clips. Here's the thing: I wasn't really alive for. I don't think I was alive for any of his. I agree. Lifetime. It's not like he would go on a podcast like just be like, "Yeah, I'm Andy." Like these. Here's how I come no. up with my craft, right? Like, but still. Like. I think, do I have ants, dude? What the fuck is going on? Why are ants showing up? Didn't you kill an ant last episode? I don't remember. But I've seen three today, and this is not good. Are they burrowing a hole into my walls? Um, one can only hope. Uh, yeah, I, I think that the, I think that if Andy Kaufman showed up on a podcast today... It would be the most honest form of Andy Kaufman, which is just fucking with people the whole time. I think that was the only... Judging by the clips, all the stuff that I've seen that he's been in or done, it seems like he was just incapable of being serious for any amount of time. I bought... they. There was like a comedy album that he recorded that was released recently. It's not like a, It's not a comedy album. It was like him going around with like a recorder... And just like talking to his grandma and stuff. And one of the bits, he was like, this is only to listen to while you're sleeping. (laughs) So I put it on a timer for like 4 a.m. Or like an alarm for 4 a.m. to play that track. And I listened to it in my sleep. And I haven't listened to it awake because that's not how he wanted me to listen to it. (laughs) I don't know if it's a good bit or not. (laughs) I I bet he said that because it's something super like horrible to listen to in your sleep maybe but i slept through it (laughs) anyway this is not a this is not an andy kaufman show i thought we got i thought we got bogged down by mitch hedberg but truly it's andy kaufman who is he's the culprit yeah but anyway that's like he's like my uh my comedy icon you all you all love your uh your dave chappelle's and uh Andy Kaufman is up there for me, though. He's John definitely Mulaney's. top five. Andy Kaufman might be, honestly, my number two. After uh, Louis C.K.? No, I told you Dave Chappelle. Louis C.K.'s number three. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, anyway, next up, our final matchup. And then I'm going to, after our final matchup, Darren. Oh, my God. The longer you you drag out this relief, the longer it's going to take me to say this. I'm just fucking... I'm like a... I'm a fucking... Whatever it is, I'm a fucking stuck pig, dude. I'm a stuffed pig right now. Oh, my God. <laughs> Here it is, Darren. This is how people in Bosnia feel? Oh, my God. I don't think Bosnia is, like, the hottest country. <clears throat> just... Just keep talking. I don't think it's the hottest country that doesn't have AC. Uh, I used to give AC to people in Bosnia. Go on. What? Here it is, Darren. People who like trance music are very persistent. They don't techno for an answer. Okay. That's a Joel Domit joke. All right. Uh, and then our final joke, Darren. My wife and I were happy for 20 years. Then we met. 
Rodney Dangerfield. The king of all kings. There was no there was no dice man on that whole list. You had no Andrew Dice Clay on that fucking list. Listen, hold You could have put hey, Hickory Dickory Dock at any no, point on that. Me. Listen to me. Just hold off on your complaints. We're just gonna talk about this matchup and then I'm gonna tell you something, okay? Alright. What's your pick? Rodney Dangerfield. The first one is so corny. <laughs> I don't even think it works as a joke. Yeah. They don't techno for an answer. I, I don't I don't enjoy that. Yeah. I don't I don't know who this comedian is. I've never heard of him. But, it was uh, my father. <laughs> the Rodney Dangerfield, like I think I don't know like what I would have thought at the time listening to him. There's still like if you if you look at a YouTube video of him, there's still people who are like crazy for him and they're like Oh, he's on a roll. He's he's got like the most jokes per minute of anyone, and I think it's like very hacky. <laughs> like I think it's very like I don't enjoy it. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I don't know if like back in the day, because I think he did I'll sort say, of go. Sorry, go I think on. He finish did your sort thought. of pioneer like the style that like the Mitch Hedbergs later on like adopted of just like non-stop just like one-liners and everything absolutely i think rodney dangerfield represents a lot of big changes in in the world of comedy because uh he and like you know there's a couple other comedians you can probably uh grant with doing this but he kind of coined like a don't give a fuck attitude sort of like um he just perpetuated it because there were i think he he made it so like po- he was one of the people who made it possible for uh comedians who kind of had more of like a fuck you attitude to uh get bigger and and have more traction i mean obviously at that he's not the first i mean obviously there was like lenny bruce and you know andrew dice clay <laughs> And, uh, Does Andrew Dice Clay predate Rodney, Rodney Dangerfield? Dangerfield? I think they're about the same time. Uh, really? Yeah, I think Dice was like late 80s, early 90s. Um, <clears throat> and Rodney Dangerfield spanned a lot of... Uh, a long time, though, in comedy. Yeah. I guess... He like, died in, what, 2002 or something four. like that? 2004? Rodney Dangerfield got his start in comedy in 1936. No allegedly. fucking way. No, he didn't. No. Andrew Dice Clay was born in 1957. So, I mean, yeah. Rodney Dangerfield, like, he wasn't the first. I, I guess, yeah, Andrew Dice Clay and him were performing at the same time, but I think Rodney Dangerfield uh, probably, I mean, yeah, he probably got his start way sooner than than dice but i mean yeah you have other people like him but i think rodney dangerfield was part of that movement of people who didn't have didn't feel like they had to like censor themselves and they could be crass and rude and i think just for that and and i mean i'm not gonna rodney dangerfield was really funny i mean there's a lot of jokes like like you said they're not all zingers with him but 
<clears throat> there's a lot of jokes that are really fucking funny with Ronnie Dangerfield, and he did it all doing fucking one-liners for the most part. Yeah. So I mean, yeah, I mean, as for a guy who gets no respect, I respect him quite a bit. <laughs> I think his uh like his strategy is he went he said I I not every joke's gonna be a winner. And I can't write the funniest jokes, but I can write the most jokes. <laughs> <laughs> and I can tell the most jokes. And if people, was, only, if was... people only laugh at half of them, <laughs> that's still pretty good. Yeah. Here's, I don't know. Here's my announcement, Darren. And this is unprecedented. I don't know if this will ever happen again. I don't know. I wanna, can I give an honorable mention to a one-liner no. first? No, you have to listen. Okay. Because this is, this may this may change the shape of the show forever. It may not. I don't know. I wanted to point out how bad these lists were, and I think we I think we effectively did that. I don't think that half of the jokes on here have any chance of winning. I'm gonna yeah. cut this down to four. I'm gonna cut this down to four because it's clear which ones we enjoyed the most. Next episode, I think we're going to have a guest on. So I'm going to tell you to bring two jokes, two one-liners, just your favorite two. Just I'm jokes gonna, that, not jokes that I've written myself. Uh, they could be if those are your favorites. If you think they can contend. Okay. And then I'm going to have our guest bring on two jokes. And then we're going we're gonna to start a fresh eight with the four best from today and the four best that are brought on. Okay. So no, don't don't bring your honorable mention, Darren. All right, yeah, I I won't. Because this th- these lists weren't very good. Because there is a local comedian in Denver who tells, and I won't say his name, I won't say his name or his jokes, but he tells le- legitimately some of the best one-liners I have ever heard in my entire life. He's not famous whatsoever. He's just a local Denver comedian, and he tells. Some of the best fucking jokes I've ever heard. Best one-liners I've ever heard. <clears throat> I won't say his name now, and I won't say it later. I'm not going to give him a plug next episode. Because I don't respect him. <laughs> <laughs> so, that's... That's what's happening, Darren. A shake-up of the format. I don't know how you feel about that. All right. Do you have any final thoughts this week, Darren? Uh, find your passion. Things are starting to open up. I think I just clipped there. Find your passion. Go out and begin. Like, if it's something you've never done in your life, but you want to try it, go try it, baby. Get those fucking reps in. Yeah. Stop being a little bitch. Things are opening back up. Get vaccinated. Yeah, for sure. I was gonna I was gonna tell you tell people that if you're gonna drive around actually I have a question. Uh, uh, there's something I want to bring up real quick. I'm sorry, Darren. What is that? Do you think there was a time in between like when uh what's what was that map map quest? Like there was a do you think there was a time when MapQuest was a big thing before cell phones were a huge thing? That like car accidents went down? Like smartphones, I mean. I think MapQuest is a much less intuitive version of a phone. But it's it's 
easier to use than a map. And like you're Yeah, but people rarely used maps before phones. And people always used fucking MapQuest people, when it came you, out. People used maps all the time back in the day. Have you ever used have did you ever use a map before you before you had a cell phone? No, because I'm young. What are you talking I'm talking about older I never saw my parents use a map one fucking time. I have. I've oh. seen your parents use par- use maps. Anyway, I'm just wondering if there was like a sweet spot in there. Cuz I'm sure like you're trying to use a map like that's dangerous and you're everyone's just texting all the time, killing people. That's dangerous. But MapQuest was sort of this like middle ground that might have been a little bit safe. I don't know. Anyway, uh, I'm, I'm like hunched over in my brother's office chair. It's not comfortable. So I'm just going to say that you deserve a good, a, a, a good place to sit. Most of us spit, most of us sit for like a third of our day, if not more. Um, so get yourself a nice chair. Uh, your body deserves it. This week we're sponsored by Chairspace. The number one chair store on the internet that ever has sold a chair. That ought to make one of your fucking lists. <laughs> uh, if you liked this show, uh, subscribe to it, please. Leave us a positive review. Uh, maybe talk about how bad the lists that we read off of were. Uh, you could also follow us on Instagram and Twitter at SnicklesCast. Uh, we just dropped a juicy video on YouTube. It's beefy. Plenty of time to yeah. watch it. It's actually uh, very meaty. I wouldn't say it's much beef is involved. It's not beef, it's meat? It's meaty, but no beef is involved. That's okay. I see what you're saying. I'm just talking about in terms of content. You can really. Oh, just yeah, dig no, no, no. I got you. There. I got you. I'm correcting you, but I got you. Yeah. Uh, Darren, do you uh, do you stream or um, anything these days? Or I'm not streaming too much lately. I'm trying to figure out a new setup. I'm getting it figured out, though. It's starting to look good. It's starting to look a lot better. Uh, but yeah, I, I'll probably be streaming soon. Uh, I'm counting Zoloft on Twitch. I haven't streamed in a while. Who knows if I'll start streaming again very soon, but yeah, keep your eye out. I don't even know what I'm going to be playing. All right. Uh, Thank you, everyone, for listening. And as I always say, people who are into electronic music are very persistent in the way that they view things because they don't tech know for an answer. Darren usually says bye.